This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Team you hate playing against? Yeah, uh, I guess fucking Ottawa, I guess. <laughs> We're a team. Doing right. Hey guys, it's Shane. Welcome back to another episode of the Frozen Biscuit Podcast. On today's episode, we will have Corey from Bayou Benders. He is one of the hosts. Well, He's my co-host for the Devil's Advocates podcast. He's been on the show before, uh, and this is his third or fourth time. Anyways, how are we doing today, Corey? Shane, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. It was uh, it was a weird weekend in Ottawa, that's for sure. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, our ran out of power. Well, our power got <laughs> um, set on fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, if you didn't know, if you part of the west end of Ottawa for the listeners, there was a fire at one of the uh, power stations for hydro at like two thirty in the morning on Saturday morning, and we were out of power from that like for over twenty four hours. So it was a great time. Oh jeez, that's that's got to be miserable. I'm not gonna lie. Every time the power goes out down here, it's always in the summer. It's never like you know when it's nice and cold outside. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, luckily, you know, last time we lost power was during like the spring or like fall, early fall, late summer, and it wasn't super bad outside. It was relatively nice out, but it wasn't too warm, wasn't too cold. It was just for a long period of time. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's nothing worse than it's real when it really uh, when it's extended. It's just makes it even worse. Because now you're just sitting there waiting, you know, and then I'm sure you start hearing from like, uh, like neighbors. So like, we're all on different grids. So, you know, we might be out, but the next door neighbor and then the block over could be on now. And it's like, okay, well then we, we must be getting close. And, you know, now you, you watching everybody else continue on with, you know, whatever they were doing that day and you're still sitting in the darkness. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like that could be a lot. That could go two ways. It could be very good or very bad. Yeah. Um, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check out my Twitter page, I've been doing a lot of potential playoffs and, you know, how the teams are looking like heading into the playoffs and what teams are expected to make the playoffs and what and vice versa and whatnot. Um, so most teams only have a max of – 19 game or 15 games left which is crazy to think that we already hit the like 70 game mark for a lot of these teams and we're just about a month out from the end of the regular season um you know it doesn't even seem like yesterday that the season started and now we're talking about playoffs yeah, dude, it, it's so crazy how fast it goes. You know, uh, when I first saw it, you're like, yeah, we got 82 fresh games coming our way. And then it's it's literally like, okay, I just worked like a week straight. 
I'll come home and, you know, we got 15 games left, you know? Yeah. Like it goes by quickly and you don't realize it. You're like, Oh, they have four games this week. And you don't realize that, you know, four games every week that adds up quickly. Very fast. Yep. It's, you know, it, I mean, it really sucks. You know, uh, a couple years back, we had the what the it was like the the World Cup, so it, it made it a little easier. You know, looking at the season ending because you you ended up having an extra month of hockey after after uh, after the playoffs. But uh, now that now that we're not really getting those, we you know those are really un uncommon. It just sucks when you realize that man, you got to wait all the way to October again, and it's it's running up close. Yeah, no, I uh, I don't even know. I think it's uh, I'm not excited for it. Like I am, because uh, like the you know draft lottery is coming up soon. Yeah, there's there's things to look forward to, but at the same time, it's you know it's not necessarily hockey games anymore. And with the playoffs coming coming up, necessarily our teams aren't in it. You know, so. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's fun to watch, but it's not, you know, exactly what you were you know what you want. You know, you don't you're not going to get a lot of Ottawa or New Jersey or Montreal. You know, it's it's literally going to be like okay, let's okay, let's watch some. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, you know, we're just going to watch a, a game that we're interested in, and and just you know, hopefully it goes six to seven games. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like these playoff series. This year looked pretty intense compared to years of past. Um, I posted what the potential matchups could be on my Twitter at Frozen Biscuit ninety two, and you know, for the Canadian listeners, you have to be happy because there's no Canadian matchup in the first round, which is ideal for a lot of people. But uh, for the East, it's Actually, I think a, a relatively decent schedule heading into it, which has uh, the Caps versus the Canes, which is a rematch of last year's first round. Uh, Bruins and Islanders, which should be decent. Uh, the Battle of Pennsylvania. Yes. With uh, the Flyers and the Pens, which it's been a while. Since it's been had- a while. But uh, man, uh, if what was it a stadium series last night? Last season, it was really, really a great game. There was a lot of physicality versus those two, those two teams, and um, you know, Philly did not look as good as they they do this year. So I'm looking for a great, a great run with Seven Philly. Game series would be intense, very intense. And then you got to look, uh, you know, with Philly doing a lot better this season, uh, Pittsburgh is the number one team uh, with injuries, um, but they're still getting the job done. So it, it'd be a really great series to watch. Um, I just I just think that the, the rivalry is, is really strong right now, and both teams are, are very successful. So we could get a really great series out of this and some good hockey. Yeah. Um, and then you add in the fact that, like, the other series – is ridiculously good as well, and that's Tampa and Toronto. And that should be a good one. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Toronto's going to uh, 
That's a sweep. Yeah. Uh, it seems it seems like if, if you can take Toronto and put them up against the Bruins, they, they might at least get five games. No, I, I think I think the Bruins and the Lightning sweep them, no matter no matter who they played. It's a first round sweep. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hold you to it. Well, uh, always. I mean, I love sweeps, but at the same time, it's like fuck. Like that. It just means that the the playoffs it are was, just a little closer to ending. Like. <laughs> yeah, but like it's Toronto, and they don't deserve anything good happening to them. Uh, and then the West, the West was gonna it's gonna be St. Louis versus the Canucks. Mm, that'd be uh, a really great start. Yeah. Um the uh Vancouver versus Canucks and then we're gonna have uh the Az versus the Stars, Vegas versus Flames, and Oilers versus Predators. Mm. Now the Oilers uh I mean the pre- the Predators are, are, are having a, a great sec you know, this last little run. But um I don't know. I think I think Edmonton might have that one in the bag considering it comes down to goaltending for that series. Absolutely. because uh, both of them they, they both have rather shaky defense. Now the Preds uh the Preds have, you know, like uh UC Soros and and uh, man what uh Ryan Ellis, but Ryan Ellis is still coming back. He might have uh two like two or three goals since since coming back since his injury from uh January first. Um so I don't think it's really a battle of defense with that between those two ga- two teams. I think it's going to come down to goaltending and UC Soros might be playing really good right now, but um, I don't think, I don't think he has the, that extra push to end the playoffs that they're going to need. As much as I like Calgary, I think that a, a Vegas series would have Vegas winning it in like five because of goaltending. Mm-hmm. I don't like with Leonard or with uh, Flurry in net, I don't care which one it is, but they'll both be able to win that series for uh, for Vegas, and that's what scares me about that team is that it has two legitimate starting goaltenders. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a crazy addition at the end, but it made total sense. Um, that way, it could take it could take some of the weight off of Flurry and Leonard at the same time. Um, I mean, I would I would have to give the edge to Vegas, considering that uh, Calgary is going to try to play a really physical game. But I think that you know the presence of of like a Ryan Reeves is going to stop uh, is is going to kind of put a halt on uh, on Calgary's like uh, Kachuk, you know, um, and then Pacioretty's having. Tremendous season now. Maybe with uh, with Stone being out, it might their the offense might fall back just a tad. But he hasn't been producing, you know, uh, before his injury. But then again, the second half, you always see like a like a Stone have a really good second half, uh, especially when when, it, when it's getting close to the playoffs. But uh, I'm not sure if he's back yet. But if he is back, uh, I would I would expect him to do rather well. Yeah, I don't think he's back quite yet. Um, but yeah, I know I would definitely expect uh, 
if he's back by playoffs, even it would be a uh, it'd be an interesting one to see what he would do come playoffs. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think I I just kind of feel bad for Calgary. It's um, you know they come in they they didn't start off that great there. You know the middle of the season was kind of fifty fifty, and now and now they're start, they're starting to get a little momentum uh, back into the game. But it seems like they, if if, if it's going to stay what it is right now, them against Vegas, I just think it it sucks for them to have to come in and play such a powerful team two years in a row. It's all come down to goaltending. That's all the playoffs are. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at the teams that have won the cup recently, you know. If you go down to um, L.A. in 2012, their first cup. Yeah, Jonathan Quick. Yeah, you know, both – all three uh, – all three uh, Chicago teams, Blues, you know, it all comes down to goaltending. Yep, absolutely. Um, and you uh, that's why I think that Vegas has that advantage coming into this because – they have the ability to have two hot goalies not getting overplayed every night. Now, granted, they're going to want to play every game, but I think that's going to—I think that's going to benefit this team a lot. If one's starting to like look at the Predators game against um, who was it? I don't think it was in the finals. I think it was the year after playing uh, Winnipeg. So they had a chance to tie the series back up and go to uh, Game Seven. And I think in the first period, you know, they uh, they started Pecorino. He lets in three goals, like, within the first five minutes. Like, Vegas has that opportunity to be like, one of them shaky, we'll put the other one in. And now you still have a very dominant starter coming in and you don't have a backup. You know, I just think that if if played correctly, this could, this could be a really great run for Vegas. Yeah, honestly, if uh... – Looking at it now, I have uh, looking at what the series could be. I have Dallas beating Colorado. Mm. I have Vegas beating Calgary. And I have um, the Predators losing to Edmonton and the Canucks uh, losing to St. Louis. All because of goaltending. Right. Okay. I, I mean, that's fair. It's really fair because you go to think about the the offensive capabilities of some of these teams that you just named off losing, like like Vancouver, and you're like, okay, well, well shit, you know, there's a, there's a possibility. But then when you look at it from a goaltending standard, uh, is, is Markstrom hurt? I'm not sure, but – I know Demko's capable, but St. Louis is a very, a very fast paced, and the, and the the style of game they play in the playoffs, as as of last season, you were able to see, they play a very dominating, very, um, you know, they control the game, and I think that's going to take away from what Vancouver's capable of doing in that game. And you're right, it, it's really going to come down to goaltending. It always does. You know, I think we saw it last year with uh, Bennington. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just I feel like as much as a team can score, if they can't get the 
uh, goaltending to stop another team from scoring, they're not going to win. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, game one uh, last season, Columbus versus Tampa Bay, they, they lit them up, and then Columbus comes back. Uh, same thing with, was it Boston versus uh, Carolina, first game of the um, – of the, of the third series, uh, I think Carolina had like a three or four goal lead and um, Boston came back, went at 5-4, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, yeah, I just – goaltending is going to be the biggest difference when it comes to the – at least the, like the, the West division, like the Western finals and like the Western rounds because you have such dominant goaltenders – you know, I don't, I don't really trust the uh, Colorado's goaltending right now. Um, That's fair. And I also don't trust, you know, Calgary's. I think there's only like three goaltenders that I actually trust right now in that in the uh, or three teams in the uh, the the West that I trust their goaltending. Right. And that's L.A. – or not, uh, Vegas, St. Louis, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, same same kind of scenario. Dallas versus uh, Nashville last season. Uh, Nashville takes the lead, and, and, and Dallas turns it around on them, you know. Uh, and that that's, you know, honestly, because of Ben Bishop and, and Hudobin. Hudobin's a really solid backup. Absolutely. Um, I recommended him the other day to Grant uh, in his in his playoff push. Um, now, granted, they've they've lost the past two games. Um, yeah, but that's because they can't get scoring. It's not exactly. But it, it's it's not. It, it was it wasn't like they were getting blown out the water. You know, it was a one-two goal. You know, uh, finish. And um, I think if their offense is 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 rolling, that you know they're. Back end defense, you know that last line of defense. Their goalies can really take over a game and keep it, you know, in their favor. Yeah, I just I don't trust Soros to do it. No, I do not either. Uh, early in the season, I was asked, uh, you know, by my former co-host, if uh, if I felt Soros would be the the next answer for the Predators with with um, Pecorine getting older. And I said no. I don't. I don't think he's the answer. I think you would have to bring in someone to to split it with him. Um, he he looks great at times, but at the same time, he does let in very foolish mistakes. You know, playing the puck behind the net right right into, you know, um, an off you know, uh, an opponent or just just silly you know silly blunders that just cause easy goals. Yeah, I mean, I just. I look, I watch him play, and I'm just like, how? I just, I don't understand it personally. Because, um, like, he has the talent level I find, mm-hmm. but he's just so inconsistent. Absolutely. Who who do you think is going to come out of the West? Mm. I'd really, uh, I'd really like to see Dallas make a run. But that really comes down to offense, um, and they've they've really shown that that's still something they're struggling with. Uh, I'd say, you know, for the third – well, not a third year because they got fucked uh, last, last playoffs. But I think Vegas has a great chance of running with it, like, very well. I think this, this last-minute goalie addition 
has really jumped their chances by at least 15 to 20 percent. Um, this team looks absolutely stacked now, and there's, you know, there's these added players that they've that they've picked up in the last year that are really tremendously helping the offense of this team. You know, you don't see like uh, March or so or Wild Bill having that that first season, you know, stats, you know, second or third season. But then you you have the additions of Mark Stone last season and uh, Max Pacioretty, who have really who have really helped this team uh, offensively. I think uh, I think if they can keep the momentum running, that this is this is theirs for the taking. The West is. Yeah, I would agree. I think you know it's going to be a St. Louis versus uh, St. Louis versus Vegas final. It'd be in the, I, in the West. I would watch, I would love it. It would look really great. You know, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of watching uh, teams make it back to to the finals, and I, and I don't mean that like it, it's not going to be great hockey. I just like to see something new. So like last season was so amazing because you know we were we were just starting to it was starting to get very redundant with Pittsburgh. Uh, so the season before that, and then this one was so well because you were just seeing these teams get picked off so quick, and it was becoming uh, you know anybody's anybody's cup. But uh, St. Louis has, has played a dominant game this whole season. Uh, they've been able to keep, you know, ahead of the pack. And then Vegas has still, you know, identified themselves as a, as a, as a very top, you know, a very top caliber team. I'd love to see that final. I, I think that would be a great final. It's two teams that can play physical, one a little bit more than the other. And Vegas, you know, just being physical when they have to be. But uh, it would be a really great goaltending show in that one. Bennington versus Flurry would be incredible. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think it's going to be Flurry's net predominantly. But um, I mean, how <laughs> it doesn't sound like you, you you're that nervous if you have to put in Robin Leonard. You know, I, I don't think you should be nervous either. I think he's done nothing but show that he can be a starting in this league over the last couple of years, personally. No, so I, I, mean, I believe you're right. You know, if New and Jersey's – Go ahead. If New Jersey's looking for a goaltender to pair with Blackwood, I think, you know, Leonard is that perfect age for it. He'll be like 29. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about that in the past too. Uh and I, I would love to see that. You know, I think that <laughs> I think that's a great that would be a great addition for this team. And um, you know, the Devils, you're starting to see a lot of the young guys get a little bit more chances out there, and their their offense is picking up. And it's not it, it's a lot of these younger kids that's that are finally, you know, have this mentality of like now's my chance to to you know to prove myself on this team. Um, I think he would be a great fit over there. I don't see Vegas keeping Leonard. Um, I think this is more of just a playoff push type of thing. But, um, man, I'd, I'd love to see him in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I think Vegas is just doing what he ha- they have to do. Mm-hmm. To get back to the finals. Yeah, give the team, like, some reassurance kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, every goaltender can have a bad night, you know, but but – how how discouraging can you really get if you're like, oh, I got to pull out a starter to put in another starter? Yeah. You know? So, 
I don't know. I feel like the the last couple of weeks of the season are going to have there's going to be a lot of things to do and a lot of things to to happen. But I think we we're starting to see and I get a good idea of where people are going to finish and unless the team goes totally off script and you know loses seven in a row, I think the playoff set like the playoff teams have been set heading into the last month of the season. Yeah. Um, I hate to see the season end, but, I mean, playoff hockey is so exciting. So That's for sure. And with the draft lottery on the ninth, that's even better. Yeah. I mean, it's still something for every, every team at that point, you know. Uh, I mean, people that say they don't really watch the playoffs because their team's not in it, I think that's a little foolish. I think, I think some of the best hockey is playoff hockey. Um, but then at the same time, you know, you still get a chance to look at, you know, uh, the draft lottery coming around. We have they have some great guys out there. And, um, you know, a lot of <laughs> this, like Ottawa, you know, uh, you got what? Is that two in the first or th- three in the first? I'm sorry. Three in the so, first. Yeah. So, I mean, there's teams out there that, that, are, that are about to have a great, a great, um, you know, draft coming their way. So. You know, there's, there's definitely something to look forward to for every team, except for San Jose. Or the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> there's just a couple of teams out there that just really kind of threw themselves out of uh, out of drafts, you know. There's a lot, actually. I mean, if you look at, like, right now, there's a lot. There's nine teams that don't have a first-round pick. And two teams that have three. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. Who's missing from it right now? Uh, Vancouver. So we got um, no no Boston, no Tampa, no Pittsburgh, Carolina. Well. Carolina's te- got the one from Toronto. Yeah, sitting at so they have, yeah, so they have two technically. But, you know, Carolina, uh, so – Technically, Boston, Tampa, the Islanders, Toronto, Vancouver, Arizona, and San Jose. That's nuts. And then New York has two. The Rangers have two. Minnesota has two. San Jose has one. Uh, Ottawa has three. Carolina has one from Toronto. And New Jersey and Ottawa have three. Yep. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is nuts. Hey man. Uh so so whatever whatever you're interested in come come the end of the season, I mean it looks like there's something for you to get excited about, you know. Yeah. I just honestly I can't wait for the the draft lottery. Yeah, I'm sure Ottawa Ottawa's gonna set themselves up very well. Oh yeah. Especially if they if they're capable of keeping that back to back pick, you know that takes so much pressure off. You know, yeah, it'd be nuts. I mean, there's still there's still a chance to to get three two. That would be absolutely awesome. Or, or is that three. San Jose one stuck at? Uh, it can't go into the three three oh, or no. higher. Oh no! I mean, it could go into the three, but I mean. You know, I think if we go one, I much prefer to go one three than one two. Okay. Um, I think it would be a lot better than than going 
going one two. So, man, I just can't wait, man. I think it's going to be a great time. Oh, it's going to be a great time. Maybe we'll catch you on uh, on ESPN again. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> like, it's I, I still can't believe it. Uh, like how many how many picks are like have been traded this year? Yeah, for such a deep draft. Um. I mean, this was literally like the season. Like, if if your team wanted to rebuild, teams were willing to give up their first round. You know, it seems so. It was it was a it was a great, uh, you know, this is gonna be a great draft lottery for teams that that have really committed to 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 the rebuild because they were able to offload, you know, uh, players and get very decent picks from it. You know what's crazy? The Van, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, or the uh, yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning, started the season with two picks. They have really, none. yeah, they have none. I mean, do you really think that they're that that they're that confident in this, in this team to push back? You know, uh, getting a first round draft pick. Well, two of them at that. 100%. You know, I can I can understand pushing one, but but both of well, them off. I think because we got one from Vancouver for the Blake Coleman mm-hmm. trade. And then they sent the other one, their own, to San Jose for Goudreau. Right. That's crazy. So, it's it's nuts. But, like, how how do you have – so there's six teams – or seven teams without a first-round pick. That's <laughs> – man, that's, that's insane. Yeah. That is insane, and there's a lot that that have multi ones. So, you know, kudos, kudos for them to, for playing the the trades correct. You know, yeah. It's um, I, I honestly have no idea what to think of it, <laughs> but hey, you know what? We're not the ones making the trades. No. But there's only four teams that have more than like have two or more. Right. I mean, I think it's great to even have two in the first, you know, and then look at look at Ottawa, look at at uh, New Jersey. I mean, that's that's awesome, you know, a full a full commitment to to do it right. And uh, someone as as fucked up as Detroit, I would have thought they could have they could have pushed for a couple more uh, early draft picks, but you know. They didn't. I guess they were excited. Well, not excited, but they were just consistently thinking that they've done so bad they're going to keep that first spot. But why not, you know, in moving some of these guys, push for maybe uh, a first or second round draft pick? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I they don't have much to to trade. To That's the problem. That. Okay. I think we will wrap it up here. Um, thank you, Corey, for joining me. No problem, man. It's been a great time. Yeah, it's always nice to talk. Um, you know, if you are listening to this, uh, you know that we are co-hosts of Devil's Advocates Podcast, so you can check us out there. But where can the listeners find you, Corey? 
Yeah, no problem. Uh, you guys can find me at uh, Bayou Benders uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all at Bayou Benders. Sweet. Well, thank you for being here. And listeners, thank you for listening. You can find myself at FrozenBiscuit92 or Shane underscore Ryan 97. Uh, thank you for listening. The season's winding down. We only got a couple more episodes left before the draft, uh, the draft lottery. Um, definitely take a over the next week or so. Um, if you already haven't, uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, there will be an episode or two episodes in the next month uh, talking about the the draft and the best 31, the top 31 prospects, as well as after the draft lottery, we are working on a mock draft for the network. So keep an eye out for that. It's only a dollar a month. So you get a bunch of bonus content. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that on devil's advocate. So definitely take that, take that a listen to anyways, we'll catch you on Thursday guys. See ya.